0: survey illustrated the problem by comparing civil law practices in the U.S. with those in Finland, which ranked among the t- Finland, again with the Finland, among the top five countries. When facing a common civil dispute, like an unpaid debt, most people in Finland, regardless of their socioeconomic status, tend to use formal dispute resolution channels, while only a few choose to take no action. The situation is quite different in the U- U.S. While high-income Americans believe, behave similarly to the Finns, low-income people get very different treatment. Only a few use the court system, including small claims, while many take no action to resolve their disputes. One obvious difference, in many countries, legal services are much more widely available and subsidized for low-income people. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we're not. Number one. Put the seat down, won't you? Hello, welcome to the show. This is La Show, and uh, we're not in tax season yet. Uh, we're in gift season, but uh, taxes are on the minds of at least some folks uh, in London where I'm recording this broadcast. Uh, there's been a great deal of attention in the newspapers and the, and the, and the news media in the last couple of weeks to the tax affairs of uh, multinational corporations such as Google, Amazon, and Starbucks. A parliamentary committee held hearings uh, last uh, couple weeks, and there's been a a great fuss made about whether these companies are, in fact, paying uh, what uh, a term of art uh, we would use uh, as their fair share of taxes. Uh, And this put me in mind of of a book. Uh, on the subject of multinationals and taxation that I read uh, a couple of years ago, and that is still incredibly uh, relevant to what's going on now. And so my guest today is the author of that book, Nicholas Shaxson. The book is called Treasure Islands. It's available both in the United States and in the UK, and uh, Nicholas is joining us from his home uh, city of Zurich, Switzerland. Welcome. Hello, thank you. Thank you. What what uh, made you r- take on this uh, subject and write this book?
1: Well, really, it, w- it was a couple of things. They were kind of like moments of illumination for me. Uh, a few, uh, several years ago, I was um, uh, confronted with evidence that, that the, the offshore system of tax havens was, was so much bigger than, than I or perhaps nearly everybody imagined. I, I think in the popular imagination, it's always been a kind of you know these tax havens have been a sort of exotic sideshow to the global economy they've been places where a few kind of you know mafiosi and celebrity tax dodgers and a few bankers go and stash their ill-gotten gains um, but but I, I began to see that that this system was actually much much bigger and much more central to the global economy than I'd ever suspected and um, one of those moments of illumination came when I was talking to a a, a US lawyer and he was explaining to me that um, the United States itself had over the last few decades been turning itself into a tax haven. In other words, providing secrecy facilities to foreigners to attract hot money from around the world and, and essentially trying to kind of copy Switzerland, copy other tax havens um, to bring all this money into Wall Street. And uh, not only that, but he was saying that, that the U.S. had had this, uh, kind of under the radar as a central pillar in its strategy to finance its external deficits and and, and that conversation told me two things one, one that the geography of tax havens the tax havens weren't where I thought they were not just the Cayman Islands um, and, and places like that but uh, but the United States itself and I subsequently found out my own country the United Kingdom arguably even more important the most central player in the system so there's the geography of tax havens but also the size of it I mean th- this is absolutely huge stuff we're talking about this is the offshore economy has been growing much faster than the supposedly onshore economy for decades and as a result it's grown up to something of absolutely enormous proportions
0: so when we hear tax havens uh, is there any justification for uh, th- these are let, let me, let's me let get definitional for a minute these are uh, jurisdictions whether they're Jersey off the coast of Britain or uh, Cayman Islands uh, notoriously where tax rates are quite low and corporations may uh Uh, appear to locate some or all uh, of their most important uh, business affairs. Is there any, in in the uh, literature of the folks who defend tax havens, is there any rationale for their existence beyond hiding from (laughs) taxation in a home country?